Welcome to the Sensitive Souls Podcast, a communal space where the neurodivergent, the sensitive spirit, and the creative can come together and feel safe, seen, and heard. Whether you are spiritual, into personal development, or just need a friend to talk to, you're in the right space. Grab a cup of tea, a cozy blanket, and let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Sensitive Souls podcast. I am your host, Jess Palmer, a they-she, very humanoid, neurodivergent, spicy person, trying to figure out how to navigate life as such, especially in a world where going against the status quo can be deemed as weird or unacceptable Um, negative even and I never really know where I go with my intro sometimes I just let it trail off (laughs) I feel a little nervous my homies it's been a minute since I've hopped on the pod and recorded an episode for you folks and I didn't even mean to take a break I was going ham with episodes for a while every week I was dropping them and Yeah, I didn't stop for any particular reason. I wanted to record. It just never felt like the right time and things in life have been shifting in my personal life and work and I'm not making excuses. It's just life has happened, right? And I come to you with today's episode on Christmas. I am recording at 11 p.m. My typical almost midnight witching hour recording creative inspirational episodes. That was a mouthful that made no sense. Um, But here I am recording on Christmas. Um, Merry Christmas to those who celebrate. Happy holidays to everyone else. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Um, I'm grateful to be here with all of you today wrapping up this fucking year. (laughs) Um, But I don't know about you, 2023, I'm going to say cautiously hopeful, okay? Like maybe, you know, like maybe going to be a little bit hopeful, but like not too hopeful because we we don't want to get our hopes too high for fear of falling too far (laughs) because I feel like the last two years I've just sort of cautiously stepped forward and I am going to do that in this new year as well, but I feel like it is with a broader feeling of hope and faith that things are finally turning themselves around after a really rocky two years, which I know many of you can relate. And before I continue this episode, I'm going to put a fair warning here. I am lit as fuck. (laughs) I'm not even going to front with y'all. I've been token on some dabs. I've been a concentrate queen lately. Um, For many of you know, I work at a dispensary. I love cannabis. It is just such a passion of mine. It's something that truly lights me up. I love educating people. I love talking about it. So yeah, that obviously is a big part of my life. So 
I've been fucking with some concentrates lately. For those interested, lilac diesel has been a strain that has been pleasantly surprising to me as I'm someone who tends to be a little bit more sensitive with sativas um, or anything, even 50-50 hybrids can be a little tricky for me. I prefer an indicalining hybrid most of the time, but probably within the last couple of months, I've been playing with hybrids like 50-50s or even sativa leaning, just trying to see even what type of terpenes I vibe with, terpenes being the is the terpene terpenes are what give plants not even just cannabis but even like lavender its scent its aroma and these terpenes you know have a flavor an aroma but they also have medicinal properties and so when you're looking at your cannabis strain options don't just look at the THC percentage but also the terpene profile because those are going to have their own added benefit to the experience. I'm just going to stop myself before autistically info dumping on y'all and just put a pause there. Anywho, Lilac Diesel is a pretty, pretty much a 50-50 hybrid and I have it in a live batter. And so I find that the high starts off more sativa, like I feel more like awake, aware, engaged kind of giggly comfy but comfy you know what I mean not too racy like some sativas can kind of push me over the edge but it's like a nice ride like kind of going up slowly and then kind of plateauing at that nice euphoric feeling and then as it starts to kind of taper it melts into like a super cozy body high Um, even good for inducing hunger I found so if you struggle with any type of nausea or um, um, appetite issues uh, lilac diesel could be a really nice strain for you so anywho I've been enjoying some lilac diesel tonight as well as and drumroll please insert drumroll I've been enjoying a hash rosin vape cartridge from happy valley y'all know I love happy valley in the strain GMO Skittles. And GMO anything for me is just straight up bussin. It's into cleaning. Any GMO strain typically will be. And it's good, again, for appetite, pain. Um, and obviously, I'm not a medical professional. I'm not making any claims. This is just based off of my personal experience. But GMO anything I love. Diesel anything I love, obviously. And why I'm sharing that with you again Literally, and this is going to be why, (laughs) y'all know when I consume kind of heavy and it's nighttime, I get a little rambly, my ADHD kind of goes all over the place, the mask comes off, so buckle up, folks, Um, it's been a hot minute, so you are really in for a treat with the Pomerinator tonight, Um, so I hope you all are doing well. And as many of us do this time of year, reflection is such a key element as we enter the new year. It's a time where we look back on what transpired in the year, what was lost, what was gained, what was learned, 
who was loved, who did you let go of, what job did you walk away from, or what opportunities did you embark on, you know, like the list goes on, and we as human beings naturally naturally reflect and want to plan for the future. And so as we're in winter, this is the time to go within, a time of reflection, again, a time for healing and for self-analysis and being very real with our inhibiting patterns that take up our subconscious mind and play out in our real life, right? And I know that this time can be very stressful for people. I know personally my anxiety has been through the friggin' roof and manifesting in new ways. Uh, I, I know many of us can relate to having like the mental anxiety, right? Like the ruminating thoughts and the internal dialogues and um, the spiraling. And that's something I've always struggled with. And then there's also the physical aspect of anxiety. You know, the chest tightening, um, shakiness, uh, nausea, um, feeling really achy and tense. Like the list can go on, right? And so for me personally, this holiday season has brought up like physical symptoms. So that's been new. And I feel like we're always evolving and learning about ourselves as we get triggered and kind of move through life, right? And so sometimes too, I feel like the holidays is like an accumulation of all the shit that's been piling on and piling on and piling on throughout the whole year. And then it's like the last two years have been shit for a lot of us, even collectively as like uh, a society as a whole, right? It's like it's just been shit on and shit on and shit on. And then we hit the end of the year and we have to fucking celebrate it with the holidays. And we're like, oh, yay, great. We had another shit year. Awesome. You know, like, I don't mean to sound pessimistic and I feel that I'm not most of the time. But I guess my pessimism and cynicism comes out a lot in the holiday season especially this year I was just in my feels a lot and it makes it hard to want to look to the future and the new year with hope like I said um, even though that's ultimately how I feel deep down in my bones and my soul is that there is hope and that things will turn around my fear and ego are trying to make me think otherwise and feel that the glass is half empty moving forward in 2023 because that's how it has been the last two years in the last two years the holidays have been harder and shit especially since the pandemic and it just feels like life has been a big struggle for a lot of us and I know I'm not alone in saying that I know many of you share with me like yeah dude like I'm right there with you I know what it's like to struggle with this anxiety or overstimulation or feeling misunderstood or alone like the amount of conversations I've had with you all based off of the things I've talked about on the podcast really show me that I'm not alone that you're not alone and that there's a greater issue at hand here right that the fact that so many of us are struggling it leads to something bigger something collectively that we're all moving through there's a big collective like veil of grief that was placed on us after the pandemic hit, right? So it's kind of tainted things. It's made us kind of feel hopeless, maybe. And so 
why I'm talking about this is I've obviously been reflecting. And although this year ultimately was pretty tough and triggered me in ways that I never thought I'd be able to come back from and brought me to a place of such debilitation that I don't know I I guess at one point I was like nothing can get worse than this you know and then I almost grew indifferent and just was trying to get through each day and be present and I feel like this year ultimately for me taught me how to let go to trust the process to take leaps of faith when you truly have no clue what's on the other side, right? And that's scary. It's so scary to trust your gut, to take that leap of faith, especially when there's no guarantee. And I think I know that this year for me taught me just how strong and independent and self-sufficient I am. (laughs) You know, like, as many of you know, I went through a hard loss at the beginning of the year that really destroyed my foundation, my home. And it really set me free. I feel like a completely different person than who I was a year ago. I'm in a completely different place mentally, emotionally, even physically. And and I don't mean just, oh, positive rainbow growth. Yay. Like, no, like there's been some shit too. Like I still deal with chronic pain every single day. And I still have other issues that I deal with every single day. Like I'm not perfect. I didn't just go through a horrible thing and come out hundred percent on the other side. Like I'm still going through it. But at the same time, as I sit here and reflect on this year, I really feel that I've been laying down a foundation, although kind of rocky, it's been solid and it's been mine. And I strongly feel that 2023 for me is going to be a year of growth and strong roots. The past two years, I think I've talked about this before. I'm pretty sure I do because every year I make an episode and I think I talk about my my word of the year. So I'm going to bring it back to that. The word of the year. I really recommend choosing one word, one theme. I know it's hard just to pick one for my ADHD folks and my OCD fam. I totally understand the anxiety of just picking one. But if you can, even if you want to just do three, that's fine too. But if you could pick one word, what would it be? What do you want to cultivate in the next year? For me, this year was, what was this year? I should remember this, but balance. That was this year. And let me tell you, balance definitely came to fruition just through a very intense, intense way. And then the year before that was flow. And that also taught me a very valuable lesson. This year, what I am, well, not this year, but this coming year in 2023, my word is stability. Stability, stability, stability. I 
have never truly felt fully stable in my life. And I do now. I would say right now is the most stable I've ever been. Mind, body, spirit, financially, career, love life, all the things. Maybe my health not as good as it could be or or it has been in the past. But I would say overall, I'm in a pretty good place. But I feel like this is just the beginning. And I really want to believe that 2023 will be a positive stepping stone in the direction of my goal of stability. And why I think it's helpful just to have a word in mind to carry with you throughout the year is when you fall off your journey, whether it's your spiritual journey, a health journey, a personal development journey, what have you, because it's going to happen. We're not perfect. We go through things. We burn out. You're never going to be perfectly on the same routine all the time. But when we go back to it, and we recommit ourselves to that word, it can help be an anchor is what I'm trying to say. So like those times where you do kind of fall off your journey, you can kind of keep that word in the back of your mind that no matter what, even if you're not giving it 110% in your routines or the habits that would get you towards that goal of that theme, being mindful and still making small changes and taking small actions towards that can still kind of keep you motivated and inspired to take your needs seriously. You know, I think sometimes we go overboard with like New Year's resolutions and I gotta have all these things done by the end of the year and I gotta achieve this and save this much money. Like, yes, it is important to have plans and to have figures and spreadsheets and budgets like all those things are important but when we get lost in the rigidity of goals quote unquote I do feel that there can become like a cage around us instead of something that inspires us to just do better I think gentle reminders gentle accountability is a beautiful way to push yourself towards the theme that you're trying to cultivate and bring into your life. But I'm not an expert. I definitely prefer chilling versus doing. So maybe just take what resonates and leave the rest. But I'm finding my way. I'm finding my way between resting and taking action, holding myself accountable, and gently loving myself and reminding myself it's okay to just be, you know, Um, it's a, it's a dance. It's always a dance between, I mean, for lack of a better comparison, but like the masculine and feminine, the masculine being the doing, the action, the container, and then the feminine being the rest, the flow and the chaos, you know, and chaos, not meaning like negativity, but you know, the emotional aspect of it. Um, but it's a dance, right? And this new year, I invite you again to maybe think of a, a word to be your theme. And then maybe if you're someone who's really action-oriented, I'm big on mind mapping. I love a good visual. You could write, for instance, the, the word, the theme, and then draw like three lines coming down from that word. And then from there, you could do three habits 
that would help you achieve that theme. And then from there, a line down from each action. And those could be examples of that action. Like for instance, let's say your theme is wellness and one of the actions is to exercise. From there, you could draw another line down and write different ways you could exercise that you would find enjoyable that would give you variety and not restriction and too much rigidity, if that makes sense. Or even just to give yourself ideas. Um, Sometimes the the idea (laughs) of (laughs) like cooking or whatever is overwhelming for me. So like I do enjoy writing on my whiteboard that I have on my fridge, like different meal ideas, things like that. Um, to give myself variety, but also guidance towards ideas to like make for foods. Uh, because I think as someone who has ADHD and autism, like my brain can kind of uh, short circuit, especially with cooking and I'm not perfect. And I have moments like weeks where I'm barely cooking at all. Um, but making it as simple as possible for me is super important. So having visuals is helpful. Again, I'm just sharing all of this because I do think it's good to harness Capricorn season, get organized, get in tune with your needs, get in tune with your goals, and but not in a way that's going to be a detriment to your self-worth, how you view yourself, and all that. Blah, blah, blah. I also want to speak to some memorable moments for me personally this year. I hope y'all don't mind. But the first being going to see my friend Caroline out in Vegas. Yeah. (laughs) It was right at the end of March when my life blew the fuck up that I called my internet bestie, Caroline. And told her what happened. I was like, dude, my life just blew up. I'm a little heartbroken. I'm totally heartbroken. I'm not well. And within four hours, there was a plane ticket booked for me to fly out and meet her in real life as well as stay with her for a few days. And, you know, I've talked about Caroline before. Like, I just love her so much. She is one of the most special people in my life, and I'm so grateful for her friendship, my Scorpio queen, and it's people like Caroline who um, truly got me through this year. Um, I don't know what I would have done. I don't know what I would have done without her, and so that was a very memorable time. It made me really realize, too, how much I loved the desert. The Red Rock Mountains you guys like Vegas is like a dome surrounded by mountains all around you and like mountains that towered so high that only God and I'm not even like a Christian I was raised Catholic like y'all know I'm a witch I'm a pagan I I believe I'm a spiritualist let's just say that right like I believe in a higher power But something about the desert feels so godly to me, like the way they tower over you and the majesty of that, of the desert. Oh my God. Like I literally could tear up 
thinking about the energy out there. Like it felt so ancestral and primal and beautiful. And I, it put this nugget into my brain of wanting to live there for some part of my life at some point. And I'm putting it out there into the universe. And I trust that if it's meant to be, it will be. But yeah, going to Vegas, being with Caroline, seeing the mountains, being in the dry heat, eating acai bowls, stuffing our faces with this amazing like Mexican dip and Italian food. Like it was just a beautiful, beautiful time. And I will always be grateful for that experience. And it taught me a lot. Even flying out there alone. I shared that story on the podcast. I'm pretty sure of my experience with the turbulence, you know, like I had to really center myself and detach from the fear of potentially dying. I mean, I had to fully put my trust in the pilot and in God, in goddess, in the universe, that it was going to be okay. And if that was my time to go, then it was my time to go. and It's completely out of my control, you know, like flying alone, dealing with turbulence as a highly sensitive person is a lot, but I proved to myself that I could do it. And I did. So that was a memorable time for me. And I don't want this to just be all the good times. Like I am going to be sharing some, um, you know, darker moments of this year, but you know, another really great thing that happened in 2022 for me was getting my job at the dispensary. I've been in just CBD cannabis for three years and this year I finally moved into THC and it's been (laughs) a wild fucking ride but I've met some of the most loving, intelligent, compassionate, funny fucking people like I've ever met. Like I have the opportunity to work with some of the most entertaining folks of my existence and I've learned so much. I love it more and more every day, although it has its trials and tribulations like any job and career. I wouldn't have it any other way, truthfully. I love I love my job. I love cannabis. Y'all know that. I guess Another big downside of this year, though, was when I injured my back in at the end of June. And I, I know I've, I've shared some of my chronic pain stuff with you guys, but it's not something I particularly enjoy talking about because it is a very sensitive topic to me. Uh, back when I was 21, I'm 29 now, I started to have these types of episodes, I guess, where like my back would just like go out. And when I mean go out, like it would be debilitating. Like I literally couldn't get out of bed. I could barely walk. I couldn't fully stand. I couldn't sit. Like the only comfortable position would be like lying down partially elevated or with like a pillow under my knees. Um, And yeah, it's, it's embarrassing being like in your 20s and having issues like going to the bathroom and Um, sitting and driving, you know, and walking. And so, you know, I have my own issues with wanting to go to the doctor and figure it all out and having gone to some doctors and not getting the help I needed. It just, as many 
as many of you know, like this healthcare system, at least in the United States, is trash. They're not focused on getting to the root of the problem. They just want to treat your symptoms. And as an autistic person, I do have a hard time advocating for myself. So the idea of trying to really dig deep into what the fuck could be going on is just like a lot and seems really scary, I'll be honest with you. And it's also something I can't avoid. And and I feel like, okay, if my word for next year is stability... I need to feel stable in my physical body. And so that needs to be a priority point blank. And I need to face my fear about it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, like I do deal with chronic pain and it is hard for me to like sneeze and cough like sometimes with my lower back, like all the time, you know, and when I injured my back over the summertime for like six weeks, the first two weeks I was in bed and then the following four to six weeks, I was going to work and literally I would have to do my stretches like mid-shift. I'd have to ice my back and then I would come home and have to lie down like the rest of the day. I'd be exhausted just because I'd be exerting so much, especially just starting a new job as a bud tender and having to be physically active um, is really difficult. And, you know, since that injury or whatever happened, I do have like issues with my leg and stuff. So I really am setting the intention that I would like to face my fears around being able to advocate for myself and my health, not being afraid of what the potential outcome could be, and really continuing to practice non-attachment and letting go and giving it up to my higher power that Whatever's meant to be will be. I don't have all the answers. What I do have control over is my own actions. And like, I'm obviously not taking the necessary action to get the stability that I know I'm worthy of having for my physical health. You know what I'm saying? And I hope that wasn't too much of an overshare. Like I said, I'm pretty friggin' high and it's late and I'm chatty. And I feel like sharing because it's been a minute since we've connected and I know that many of you appreciate when I get vulnerable. It's just hard. Y'all know I'm a Scorpio and it's so, it's such like a oxymoron because I am such a loving and open person and vulnerable, but then I'm not, then I'm like wicked not about some things. Like some things are under lock and fucking key. I'm like, no. No, no, no. Even for myself, it's like in the recesses of my mind, I know that there's some funky shit going on, but I'm like, no, no, bitch, no, bitch. And then it comes out and I panic and I'm like, oh, shit. Now even I have to address it, (laughs) you know? So it's like, that's the Scorpio in me. I'm picky and choosy about what I'm vulnerable about because I have control over what I'm being vulnerable about, you know? But I think it's important to share the truly vulnerable pieces of my life that I'm going through. And I think that's also been a big reason why I haven't podcasted as much lately because I've been in physical pain and dealing with my own anxiety about the holidays. It's just been a lot to handle. But rest assured, going forward, my my theme is stability. I, I am stable. I'm gaining stability every day. And I'm working towards having a healthier and stronger mind, body, and spirit. 
And those are the intentions I'm setting for 2023. I want an, excuse me, I want an abundant life, an abundant wife, and abundant health. Wife, husband, they, them person, you know what I'm saying. I just, I, I want, I want it all, okay? Okay, I'm worthy of it all. I'm going through my Saturn return right now, which means I'm wrapping shit up about at least of this portion of my life, hopefully, and I would like to have the things that I know I'm worthy of having, and you're worthy of having the things that you know you're worthy of having, and I don't think it's unreasonable to set the bar high enough for yourself to obtain what you want, but again, at a pace that feels right for you. And again, I think reflection is important important because as we look back on the year that's passed, we can see the mistakes we've made and we can make a plan for the year to come to avoid those mistakes and to make more aligned choices. And something else that I want to just lightly share is that I'm really grateful for the people that I've met this year and not just my homies at work whom I love and I'm so grateful I met but there are a particular few people who I really have been able to connect with and share intimacy with and life with and to those lovely folks I am so grateful to you I love you I'm just so blown away about by the amount of love and support that I receive in my intimate circle and community and as well as my online space too I have amazing friends whom I connect with there and I'm so grateful for all of you truly and just know that you know whatever you're going through this holiday season you're not alone as we prepare for the year ahead just know you're so worthy again for setting yourself up for success but with the gentle, loving touch of, like, mo- like, a, like, of, like, of a mother. I don't know why I just, like, fucking word vomited that. My bad. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like, treating yourself with, like, motherly care and nourishment. While also being, like, big daddy and being, like, get your shit done. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta have both. You gotta love yourself, but you also have to hold yourself accountable. And I feel like, for me personally... These last few years, I've just been in recovery mode because for so long, I was like, grind, 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 grind. And then I've been rest, 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 rest. But now I'm I'm ready to, to get some grind back in there, to have a nice dance between grind and rest because both have to exist, in my opinion. And I'm ready for 2023. I'm ready to say goodbye to 2022. I'm ready for the holidays to be completely over. I hate to be like that, but I will say this Christmas was lovely. It was low-key. I love my family so much. I got to help my moms, which made me feel real good. They got me some really nice gifts. I got some nice gifts from some lovely friends, and my heart feels so full with all the amount of love that I've been able to give and receive. But you know my ass is ready to stop socializing like this because I'm tired. <laughs> but this was a very long and rambly episode. I, I, I'm, I was going to say I'm sorry. But you know what? 
I'm not. Thank you for being here. Thank you for holding space for me, for what I shared tonight. Thank you for just continuing to support me in the podcast. It really means a lot to me. I'm really looking forward to the new year. I really would like to get some interviews back on here as well. Um, Again, focusing on mental health, sharing your story, things like that. So if that, you know, appeals to you, if you want to come on to the podcast and share your journey, um, I would love to hear from you. And it really would just be a platform for you to share, again, your journey, where you're at now, the tools you've picked up along the way. And yeah, I don't know, just like a casual conversation where I just listen and hold space and the floor is yours. So yeah, if that interests you, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at just the last avatar. And all I can say is happy holidays. Happy New Year. Thanks for putting up with me for another year. And just know how loved and valuable you are. Like, you truly are the present. All right? Your presence is the greatest present that could ever be under the Christmas tree. All right? So, I love y'all. Goodbye.